Well, I, I don't even know if Dave is here yet. So, Dave, if you're in your car, surprise! He didn't know we were going to be here in the celebration of the man who'd been named State Tourism Director of the Year, this year, in fact, Dave Lorenz, Vice President of Travel Michigan. You hear him on WJR, the Travel Michigan radio show, Sundays at 4. And today you're going to hear from him from here where we're going to have a big party for him. So if he's listening, uh, the cat's out of the bag, as they say. The surprise is underway because it was in the opening of our show. <laughs> and uh, and I'm happy to say that uh, Ann is here, Ann Thomas helping out. Dave Rieger is back at the uh, studios along with Daniel Mason and Rich Lazinski. Ava is here. Jeff is here. Mr. Marcero, our president of or director of sales for everybody. Uh, and, of course, Ray Ray is here, too, uh, running the control here. Ray Templin for us. Uh, so, I, I mean, the cat's out of the bag. The, the, the announcement, the opening of the show says we're here to celebrate Dave Lorenz. So we are. So we'll be talking to a number of people, including Dave, talking about this celebration and this fabulous career. He is pure Michigan. So we'll talk about some of the news before he actually gets here. Uh, of course, today, I I swear during the time that she was in the White House, we said Rosalind Carter. Do you remember that, Ann? I do remember that. And Rosalind. Now, and now everybody says Rosalind. Right. So it wasn't just me. Right. No, no. Because at the time, they said Rosalind. Okay. Well, Rosalind, Rosalind, the First Lady, will be uh, remembered today. I don't know what time, actually, the uh, funeral is, but the... Uh, a uh, bunch of presidents and first ladies and other leaders traveling to Atlanta today to bid a final farewell to the former first lady, Rosalind or Rosalind Carter, at a private tribute service. Now, President Jimmy Carter, who is 99 and went into hospice care before his wife did, is expected to attend the memorial service for his late wife. He will do everything he can to be there, and I hope he's able to. His grandson is saying that he is expecting to go. Others expected to intend, uh, attend include President Joe Biden, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, former President Bill Clinton, and former First Ladies Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, Melania Trump, uh, all for Rosalind or Rosalind Carter, who spent most of her life working on humanitarian projects alongside her husband, and was a fierce advocate of mental health reform and destigmatizing mental illness. She died November 19th at the age of 96. They've been married 77 years, and those of us uh, who follow these sorts of things feel that President Jimmy Carter will not want to be here a long time without the love of his life. So... That's what's happening, I think, this afternoon. Do you know, Ann, this I afternoon? I think you're right, Paul, yes. Rieger, do you know, Rieger, is it this afternoon the actual funeral is going to take place? I think it is this afternoon. Okay. You know, he has to travel 140 miles to this funeral. You're kidding. President Jimmy Carter. Why? Right? Why are they that far away? I don't know. It's a 140-mile journey oh, from my the goodness. couple's home in Plains, Georgia, to Atlanta. 
for the tribute. Oh, they're doing it all in the big city instead of in planes. At Glen Memorial United Methodist Church at Emory University. So okay. that'll be interesting. That's a long That's ride. a tough trip for a 99-year-old guy. In hospice for the past nine months. Yeah, Can awaiting. I mean, you go to hospice when you're ready to die. Right. And he's just not been ready to die, but I think this is this not going to help. This is not going to help. And I saw a picture of him that I had not seen a picture of him in a long time. He he looked, he looked like he was melting. Oh. It wasn't it wasn't good. But he's he's been hanging in there. And I heard the last thing was as she went into hospice, they he they had separate beds in a room together, side by side. He wanted his bed at the end of her bed so he could look right at her oh. when they were talking. Don't get me. I know you're going to get started. <laughs> Don't get me started. So. Uh, uh, so that's that's what he did for her final days. Let's all right. We'll we'll make reports on that as they become available. We are indeed in a fabulous place. We love to be Frankenmuth. We're usually with you know uh, when we've got the Frankenmuth Auto Show, which I hope we're continuing to do. Absolutely. And uh, and and you know we we are frankly just down the street from where we usually at the Rummels at in Annie and, and Willie's. Annie and Willie's house, uh, Rummels, um, and Annie's going to be on the show, CEO uh, and travel trailblazer, the Great Lakes Bay Regional Convention and Visitors Bureau, gogreat.com. She's going to be here. But, Paul, this is the place to visit for the holidays. Oh, my gosh. I did Think a little of shopping before I came to oh, the you, show. Oh, you went, to, let me guess, you went to Bronner's? Yes, I did. Oh, good for you. I'm jealous. I Kim was going to come with me, and I said, we'll go to Bronner's after the broadcast. Then she got waylaid into some other stuff. And I can't go by myself. I yes, can't you be. Can. Tr- I can't be trusted to well, go to Bronner's by myself. Now Ray Templin says he'll go. Well, you have to go, don't you, Ray? Well, I'm not. I can't wait till you tear down the equipment. I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta get home. I want to try to get home before uh, major traffic and all of that. I mean, Listen it to me. It is just fabulous there, though. What a beautiful place. This note says, uh, "Visit Bronner's Christmas Wonderland." I'm looking at all the fun you can have in Frankenmuth. Eight unusual things to do. Visit Bronner's, try pretzel rolling, see Michigan's oldest woolen mill, explore a quirky cheese house. I, you know, Bronner's is not unusual. That's like, that's a destination in itself. Absolutely it's it like is. several football fields worth of stuff, it's isn't huge. it? 50,000 ornaments. I think that's a, I don't think that's the right number. I think there are more than 50,000 like ornaments. more than 50,000. And so uh, you've got uh, the world's largest Christmas store covering 2.2 acres, which is 1.7 football fields. Um, they have around 300 trees on display. 300 trees on display. Sounds about right. Number two is visit the Silent Night Memorial Chapel in Frankenmuth. Remember, we used to have right Wally. next to Bronner's. Wally used to come on all the time. He would come on around the holidays, it was and so the nice. question we would always ask because he always knew immediately. We'd say, "Hey, Wally, how many days till Christmas?" It didn't matter what day it was, he would tell us. Yes, and we knew that that it was getting harder for him because a couple of times we asked him, "Remember this?" I and he goes, this. "Um, mm, um," and he didn't have that. That answer right at the tip of his tongue. But think about what he built here. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Well, the families are phenomenal. They've built a tremendous uh, tourist attraction. But beyond that, more importantly for the people that live around here, a great place to live. Right. And they are shipping those ornaments all over the world now. Yep. It's really an incredible place. So we have the Silent Night Memorial Chapel uh, right next door to Bronner's. Then we have. The Frankenmuth Bavarian Inn's world-famous chicken dinners. Now, I don't know why 
why did they choose, you know, there are two of them, one across the street from the other. Well, this is just a list that somebody made up. I don't know where it came from, but anyway. Uh, Bavarian Inns, world-famous chicken dinners. I, I, You know, if the line's too long and you go across the street, you're going to have a great chicken dinner anyway. We have the learned pretzel rolling at the Bavarian Inn. Pretzel rolling, interesting. Wine tasting at the Bavarian Inn. I'm starting to think the Bavarian Inn put this list together. I'm not sure who did. <laughs> There's the Frankenmuth Fudge Kitchen. You can see how wool is made at Michigan's oldest operating woolen mill, and then they'll actually pull the wool over your eyes. And finally, you can explore. F- <laughs> Thank you, Ann. Oh, I miss your laugh. Yep. Uh, you can explore the Frankenmuth Taffy Kitchen with yummy, sweet treats on the, also on the street we're on, South Main Street. And we're right here at the Frankenmuth Brewery. We've been here over an hour. I haven't had a beer yet. Anybody? Thank God. Well, you want the show to be loose, don't you? Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm not even going to get into that. Maybe you don't want it that loose. Okay. <laughs> no, you're loose on your own with nothing, no thank alcohol. You. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> we are underway, and it's a party. We're broadcasting live from the Frankenmuth Brewery in honor of Dave Lorenz, Vice President of Travel Michigan, host of Travel Michigan uh, Radio Show on WJR Sundays at 4, on the occasion of his announcement of his retirement. Stay with us. It's Focus with Paul W. Smith and friends on WJR. Well, here we are at the Frankenmuth Brewery as we celebrate the wonderful career of Dave Lorenz, uh, named State Tourism Director of the Year, in fact, this year, and lauded by many. And so a bit of a surprise party for him here at the Frankenmuth Brewery and in our very special broadcast. And uh, we have a lot of names that you know from our Pure Michigan tours and other times that we've spent time with these people who are running the various organizations in tourism. For example, up next, when we get him into the room here, Trevor Tkach will be here, president and CEO of Traverse City Tourism. And uh, he's here in honor of Dave and his retirement at the end of this year. And that's uh, 20, 21 years, I think, uh, at the department that oversees the Pure Michigan Marketing Campaign. And uh, if you don't remember... Dave had to fight for their budget to stay alive. There That's were right. there, you remember, Ann, because he was on the show with us, and we were talking about and pushing for him to get the money to keep this thing going, because if you every every one dollar spent for the Pure Michigan uh, campaign brought in easily eleven dollars for the state of Michigan in many different ways. So it seemed to be uh, an excellent payoff. By the way, Kim has weighed in and let us know that. Uh, in honor of Wally Bronner, we should say Christmas is 27 days away. 27 days away for Christmas. So thank you, Kim, and uh, God bless you for remembering Wally Bronner, who would always have that number at the tip of his tongue at any moment. Here's another great guy in the travel industry, and we're glad he's here as president and CEO of Traverse City Tourism, uh, Mr. Trevor Tkach. 
what a pleasure to be with you. This is so exciting. Well, it is exciting. It's not our pure Michigan tour. No. It's not it's just a celebration of Dave Lorenz and that's why you're here. Heck yes, man. This is what a wonderful t- reason to get together. And what a what better day could we have? It's a pure Michigan day. I drove down from Traverse City all this fresh blanket of snow covering the trees. It was absolutely stunning. And, you know, this is the way we should be celebrating David because he would always promote Michigan all four seasons. The, the winter experience is as important as the summer experience, and we've got it, man. We've got the snow. Well, you certainly have it. We have it all throughout the state, but you really have it in Traverse City. And I can tell you this, uh, Trevor, uh, my little girl, who's now 20, uh, with a bunch of her friends, spent a weekend and went around Traverse City and sent me pictures and sent me, uh, well, here comes the surprise. Surprise! <laughs> okay. So if you, he probably heard it on the radio. I hope he was listening to WJR. Anyway, uh, my little girl went up with a bunch of friends and uh, sent pictures back saying it, Traverse City was beautiful right yes, now. It is. It's always fabulous. Every season so unique and special. And I've got it on good authority. Crystal Mountain Ski Resort will open up this Friday for skiing. So we're ready to party up there, man. Let's yeah, go. There's so much to do. How do people get more information when they need it to, well, to know exactly what, where, when, etc. for Traverse City? The best place to go is TraverseCity.com. They can plan their itinerary right there on the website. We have all the information, all the great amenities, great hotels. Everything's available right there at TraverseCity.com. Now, you know, I just mentioned uh, Dave, 21 years. How many years have we been talking to you as the president and CEO of Traverse City Tourism? Well, geez, I guess it's been seven there, but we were talking long before I was at National Cherry Festival for 10 years before that. Ah. So I've been around the block. Not not around as long as our... uh, guest of honor dave lorenz but i've been around well been around. and and you know what i used to do i used to broadcast the cherry festival it used to be me because we had a bunch of uh, syndicated programs and now we have all local live programs and so um but i'm told i'm doing the cherry festival again this coming year so i'm going to be doing a lot of things that i used to do so we used to talk to you at the cherry festival uh and now here in your job with traverse city tourism and um uh, and uh, go to TraverseCity.com, TraverseCity.com, for any other information. Any special dates coming up for this holiday or beyond into the new year oh, man, that we I, should tell people about? I tell you, you know, Traverse City's got all these wonderful galleries and shops. You know, if you're in the Christmas spirit coming and shopping, there's a men's night and ladies' night still on the horizon in December. Go to our website, TraverseCity.com, to find out more. But I tell you, one that is extremely popular from people downstate is the charity ball drop. Uh, on Christmas, on New Year's Eve, where we drop a giant cherry in the middle of downtown Traverse City uh, on New Year's Eve, and it is just a wonderful spectacle to be a part of. Great party, lots of music, lots of excitement. You know, get your hotel reservation in advance. Make it safe. You can just go down, you know, be a part of the party and just walk back to your hotel room. What better way to celebrate the new year? How great is that? Yeah. The annual charity ball cherry drop. Yeah, charity ball drop, yep. And it raises money for uh, good nonprofit causes in the Traverse City area, so you can feel good ringing in the new year doing good for others. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Do you know the dates for the men's night and the ladies' night? You know, I, not putting you on the spot here, I know yeah. it's within the next couple of weeks, so I'd say it's in the teens, like the 13th, 17th. Women come, always come first, so that it's the Thursday. It's I should be able to figure this out. Yeah, don't men. worry about it because we want then people the fo- to go to TraverseCity.com. That's right, and then men are always last. You know, they always last-minute <laughs> shoppers so the men's night always comes second <laughs> well, i know that that makes sense traverse <laughs> city 
com. Anything else before I let you go, Trevor, that you want us to remember well, for sure? I would just say, you know, I also sit as the chair of the Michigan Association of Convention and Visit- Visitors Bureaus. It's my second year, and that's the meeting we'll be having here today in Frankenmuth. And, you know, Dave Lorenz is, and Pure Michigan's work and the work we do is, you know, we all, we're all in this together. We work very hard to try to, you know, get the word out about uh, travel and tourism, but also make sure that um, the industry is strong together. That's very important to us. Well, with enthusiastic people like you, Trevor, it will remain <laughs> strong. And, and frankly, we have to remember and salute all of the hardworking men and women in our travel and tourism industry because that's huge for us. It's so it's the handshake to our to our state, and we need to keep people feeling good and coming back and, and choosing this as their home, right? We, we need more residents. Let's keep working together on all that stuff. Well, with all your work, that helps uh, a lot. Trevor Tkach. President and CEO of the Traverse City Tourism, uh, as well as the chair of the Convention and Visitors Bureau, I just found out. And uh, we're here to celebrate that, Pure Michigan, and Dave Lorenz, the vice president of Travel Michigan, here with Paul W. Smith in focus on WJR. And, you know, in those 21 years, we were with you from the beginning because we started back at the morning show 27, almost 28 years ago. So we were there. We rooted for you when you got the position. And we're congratulating you as you decide to retire, at least from this job. And I can see in your eyes and hear in your voice from part of our conversation something that I certainly understand, having given up something. Mm -hmm. It's not easy. And you second guess a lot. Uh, Yes, isn't that the truth? Well, you know, Paul W., you don't know uh, that uh, WJR was here even before the beginning, because you don't know the story behind the story. Because a little over 21 years ago, I was at the Meyer Corporation, and I realized it was time for me to move on. And and so I was looking around, and wouldn't you know, unlike anything in my life, I had three job opportunities that came up at one time. Wow. And all of them were great job opportunities. And and I looked at the the opportunities. Um, Actually, two of them offered more money, and then I saw the the um, job description for the Travel Michigan job, and I was looking through the line items. I thought, it looks, it looks like it's written for me. And then, here it is, co-host WJR Travel Michigan program. And I said, that's it. I'm taking this job. Oh, my. And I'm serious. Because you 100%. started out, you, you were it's in radio. Yeah, you're you, right. you yeah. did this. You were trained for the radio. And it was always my dream to be able to be at WJR, the great 760 WJR, and that is 100% the truth. Wow. That's that's what made the difference for me to come to Treble, Michigan, MEDC, 21 years well, ago. Well, you know, it, what, what it, it means you had the best of both worlds. It, well, it's true. It means you had a regular, very important job mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in charge of Travel Michigan. Yeah. And you still got to play around, dabble, and enjoy radio. Well, and, and you know, it, it, there's, there's so many great things that uh, I've been able to do in this job. Uh, being able to um, work with our team at the MEDC to help uh, small businesses and large businesses, communities all around the state uh, grow and prosper. And that's what Travel Michigan MEDC does, is we, we try to encourage people to travel. And, and as they do that, of course, they go around and they spend money. And as they do that, people uh, are employed. We retain and we grow jobs. And if we weren't doing that, the MEDC wouldn't be in the business. So that's what it's really all about. But the things we don't often talk about, those other very important side benefits 
art is that we introduce people to communities often for the first time. And when they come to a community, they realize that Michigan, pure Michigan, is a pretty special place. Mm-hmm. And when they're introduced to them, sometimes they decide, you know what, this is such a special place. I want to come back again and again, and maybe I want to live here. Maybe I want to move here. Maybe I want to move my business here or my shop here. Or maybe I want to come here to go to school or invest. That's what happens. It all starts with a visit, and you never know where it's going to go from there. And travel can also introduce us to other people, as we've talked about before. And through that, we get to understand each other so much better. Travel and tourism, it's the backbone of who we are as community. And it's so important, and that's why I've been so proud to be a part of it. And, and that's why Dave Lorenz, Vice President of Travel Michigan, has been named National State Tourism Director of the Year for 2023 uh, from the uh, U.S. Travel Association President and CEO Jeff Freeman. He said, quote, Dave is a tremendous steward of Michigan's diverse and thriving travel industry. His dynamic approach to marketing the Great Lakes State has been highly successful, creating meaningful benefits for the economy and people of Michigan in an increasingly competitive domestic travel market, end of quote. And so with Pure Michigan, which has been copied by other states now all across the land, which is a a tip of the hat to you, uh, the last figure I saw, and this may be wrong, but for every dollar... Uh, spent in promoting Michigan travel was worth at least $11 return uh, to the state of Michigan. So it's a great investment. But we were there when you were fighting for your life a few years ago. Yeah, and, you know, it's always a a battle because, you know, those numbers that are real numbers, those are tangible numbers. They're not numbers we make up. Those are numbers that come from real professional researchers that uh, we hire, and they're they're serious people. We don't look for people who will provide us numbers that we want to see because that doesn't do us any good. We're looking for researchers who can really tell us, is it working, is it not? And actually... As important as it is to know what our grade is, so so to speak, from that ROI, what I always look at is the information they provide us on what didn't work because they tell us that too. They give us those insights, and then we adjust the next time. We're constantly adjusting and making adjustments to the way we present Pure Michigan to the world, and by doing that, we can do a better job the next year. Uh, and then, of course, it's always that conversation we have with policymakers is that we present those numbers to them and say, okay, look, if you provide us with the appropriate amount of money or whatever you can, we can do a better job. So that conversation will always be there. We'll always be going through it. It's always a challenge. Um, And uh, going into the future, I'm going to do my best to help those in the office and those in the industry, whatever I can do as a a citizen to um, try to tell that story that, these are serious people doing serious work, and we need to do all we can to support them. Was there any one thing, or probably a few things maybe, that caused you to say, you know what, it's time. It's time to hang it up. Was it the health scare a few um, years ago? No, was you, it? you know what, it's, I think it's mostly 1.4 million miles on the road uh, driving. <laughs> um, that kind of, you know, it gets on your back a little bit. Yes, and it does. I'm getting a little, little old, long in the tooth, and it's just time. And... As of 14 days ago, I'm a grandfather, and all Good that kind of Spend a little time up. with the grandchildren it's it's eventually. Just time, Paul. Yeah, it's just time. Just time. Yeah. Well, you, I know you're not going away. Nope. You're, you're not taking another job with all the people that have offered you jobs to run their state tourism departments. You're not going to do that, I presume. Oh, no. No. But I can't wait to hear what you're going to do next. I am going to take a few months off, and then I'm going to do a little part-time work. I'm passionate about the homeless, and I've got some ideas there, and I've got some resources available, and uh, who knows where that might lead. We are honoring 
Dave Lorenz, Vice President, Travel Michigan, host of Travel Michigan, the radio show, Sundays at 4 on WJR, and all-round good guy who's done a tremendous job for over 21 years, heading up as the state's Travel Bureau Chief. Thank you, Dave, for all you've done and what you will continue to do. A pleasure, Paul W. It's been a, a great honor. Our honor. As we continue in focus on WJR. All righty. Well, there's a lot going on in our world. We talked a little bit earlier about uh, Rosalind, or Rosalind if you prefer, uh, Carter and her funeral today, this afternoon, and the former uh, president uh, or presidents, maybe, I'm not sure, plenty uh, of first ladies uh, are going to be there. There's other news, too, and that's why we call upon our Fox News correspondent, WJR contributor, Eben Brown, you know by now, The Israeli ceasefire has been extended for two more days as more hostages are released. And also, interestingly enough, a visit by Elon Musk visiting Israel and wanting to help uh, fund some of the rebuilding of the Gaza area. So there's a lot going on. And on top of it always for us is Eben Brown. Good afternoon, Eben. Welcome back. Hello there. So what do you have for us now, the very latest, with this temporary truce between Israel and Hamas? Well, that the truce is going to come to an end. There was a, uh, a an attack upon uh, uh, IDF soldiers that were sort of in station keeping in the Gaza Strip during this ceasefire. They were not actively fighting, but they were holding position. And something was uh, detonated near them earlier today. Uh, It may not have been Hamas, it may have been another group, and there are a number of small other groups of terrorists, Islamic jihadist terrorists, uh, in Gaza, outside of Hamas. There's Palestinian Islamic Jihad, and there's a bunch of others you've you've either not have heard of uh, or haven't heard names of in in many, many years or decades even, Uh, but they are there, and uh, they apparently are taking things upon themselves now. They have uh, attacked the IDF. Uh, They may be the uh, one one of these groups may be in control of, I hate to use the word custody of because it sounds too neat, uh, this young uh, baby, this 10-month-old Kafir Bivar, uh, who's, uh, or Bivas, rather, uh, I forget how to pronounce the last name, but this one hostage, a 10-month-old baby who people are hoping is returned, has yet to be returned, and now Hamas says they don't even have him, that they sent him off to one of these other groups. And it may be at this point that Hamas doesn't have control of these other groups the way that they used to have. Uh, Hamas has been uh, thoroughly impacted in its ability to carry out its uh, its terror operations, and they may be uh, sort of suffering a, a, a crisis in confidence from their fellow terrorist groups with on, on whom they used to have some kind of uh, control or pressure over. They may be losing that, and so some of these groups may be uh, operating on their own brains at this point, which is uh, may be a bit more scary than just just Hamas running things. Well, that uh, is scary. I mean, that is yeah. scary. Are yeah, you saying? Is it, did I understand you, uh, Evan Brown? Did you say that the truce is officially over because of this explosion that nobody knows quite where it came from? What what we're hearing now is that uh, Israel is is intending to resuming the war once this two-day extension of the truce ends. Oh, so they are going to have the so, two more days that like right, they were Right, but asking. that two these two days began yesterday. So we're sort of at the end of the first day now. Ah. And what and, and uh, what did Elon Musk say he wanted to do uh, to accomplish by being there? 
Elon Musk visited Israel yesterday, and first and foremost, this had to do with Starlink. Uh, Starlink is the SpaceX uh, program to place uh, uh, Internet satellites uh, up in orbit and provide orbital-based Internet service around the globe. Uh, it works independently of any ground-based uh, technology, so you, you wouldn't need to you know, get on a local Wi-Fi or plug into something or to be able to get internet, your device would connect with the satellite dish uh, way up in the sky. Uh, there had been calls for Elon Musk to provide this for Gaza in the midst of the bombardment. He said he'd be interested in it. Then there were complaints that would be, hey, how do you know terrorists won't use it? And he said, well, I'll coordinate with the Israeli government. And so yesterday, one of the things he did was uh, have a meeting with Israel's communications minister. And afterwards, a statement came out to saying all use of Starlink in Gaza will go through the Israeli communications ministry to make sure it's being handled properly. Uh, in addition to that, he, he did tour one of the kibbutzim that had been destroyed, uh, visiting the remnants of homes that have been burned where people were killed and brutalized, uh, and uh, made the statement yesterday, and then held a what they call a space on the X app, which is a, an audio conversation that's live. He did that with Bibi Netanyahu, the prime minister, uh, in which uh, uh, Mr. Musk said that there's, there can be no way forward for the Palestinians with Hamas involved, that Hamas must be eradicated, and at some point Gaza needs to be rebuilt, and that this needs to involve essentially people like, like he, uh, who can provide the investment that's necessary uh, for the basic of infrastructure, but also for advanced things that could jumpstart an economy, which is something that had been the, the focal point of the, the Trump uh, peace plan that was uh, proposed just a few years ago vis-a-vis -vis Jared Kushner, that arranged for more than $50 billion worth of investment into Palestinian lands from the rest of the Arab world to, to modernize infrastructure, to jumpstart tech sectors, uh, to provide a functioning and growing economy so that uh, leaders that would emerge in the Palestinian territories would not be inclined to take terror money from Iran. Uh, this was wholly rejected, certainly by Hamas and, of course, by Mahmoud Abbas at the PA in, the, in uh, Judea and Samaria, uh, but uh, there is a great consensus, even from Benjamin Netanyahu, that economics is one way to provide stability for the Palestinians. Man, oh, man, uh, that place is such a mess, and you just scratch your head and wonder if it can ever be fixed. We already know about the trouble with the terrorists. Now Hamas doesn't even have the power they once did, and these other pipsqueak terrorist groups are reacting and doing things on their own. But on the other side of the ledger, here you have uh, Netanyahu welcoming elon musk and then you have this quote welcoming such a toxic mogul with open arms and taking him around sites of a massacre that's been belittled demeaned and denied on his watch i guess they mean on x should be a stain on netanyahu's legacy wrote ben well, samuels the u.s correspondent for the israeli newspaper Haaretz. Yeah, i mean well, come on Haaretz is a left-wing israeli newspaper and has been for its, since its founding but the uh, look, uh, Elon Musk opened up X to, to free speech. People are going to speak their minds. As a as someone who is a Jew, uh, I prefer to hear from the anti-Semites, from the Jew haters, so I know who they are, so they're not hiding. But uh, you know, teach their own. Well put, Evan. Thank you for your work. Always uh, welcome you to the Paul W. Smith Show, wherever we are and wherever you are. Thank you, sir. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. It's always fun to be in Frankenmuth. Whether it's on Annie and Willie Rummel's porch for the Frankenmuth Auto Show or whatever we might be here for, like we are today, in honor of Dave Lorenz, 
vice president of Travel Michigan and the host of Travel Michigan Radio Show, Sundays at 4 on WJR. He has decided, after 21 years, to retire at the end of this year. And you can't do that uh, if you're Dave Lorenz without getting a whole bunch of attention, and that's what he's getting here in Frankenmuth today. And uh, what a great way to go out, just having been named uh, Dave Lorenz named uh, State Tourism Director of the Year out of thousands of people who could have won that award across the country. He won it, and he has done such a great job for this great state of Michigan, and that is why he is being lauded today uh, here where we are at the Frankenmuth Brewery on Main Street, in fact, just down the street from Annie and Willie Rummel's uh, front porch where we are used to broadcasting from and will again this coming new year. Meanwhile, uh, lots of uh, world leaders are traveling to Atlanta today to bid a final farewell to former First Lady Rosalind Carter. There's a private tribute service that I presume is on television starting right about now. I believe the ceremony has That's begun. Right. Yes, I'm sure it is. About 1 o'clock. Yes. And God bless President Jimmy Carter, uh, who at 99 and went into hospice care before his lovely wife did, is expected to attend the memorial service for his late wife. That's according to his grandson. And we mentioned the others uh, expected to attend, President Joe Biden, First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, former President Bill Clinton, former First Ladies Hillary Clinton, Michelle Obama, and Melania Trump. And you know Mrs. Carter spent much of her life working on humanitarian projects alongside her husband and was a fierce advocate for mental health reform and destigmatizing mental illness. She passed November 19th at the age of 96. And uh, she's being remembered and uh, fondly and warmly, as she should be, uh, as we speak. Um, are there... Um, are there any words that your kids use and that uh, that you don't quite understand what they are? And do you have to ask them what they mean? Not anymore. Not really. That's a good question because I know some kids do. When they were a little bit younger, they did. And And there are younger, 12 to say 18, that are using slang terms. <laughs> um, you know, LOL has been around forever, oh, yeah. right. laughing out yes. loud. And some others. But I never heard this one, and I don't remember Sophie or Natalie or Jamie or Adam saying sus. No. That's sus, <laughs> which stands for apparently suspicious. Oh, okay. And okay. that term has gained popularity thanks to the online murder mystery game Among Us, which I, I'm also not at all familiar with. Speaking of kids, though, Paul. Yes. We have to talk about this 12-year-old. Driving the forklift. Oh, boy. You have a great story connected to this. Well, I uh, here's the difference between a 12-year-old today and a 12-year-old years ago, because I remember being with some of my friends, and I'm not trying to protect them. I just can't remember who was together, but it was three or four of us, and we were climbing on construction equipment, those big, you know, the things kids always love, the, the big... Uh, usually yellow tractors and uh, steam shovels and I don't know what the, all this forklifts. equipment was, forklifts, right. all of that. 
and we all climbed on one, each one in of us. In a field somewhere? In a field. In I can't remember where, but it was in Monroe. Okay. And we climbed on them, and we acted like we were doing stuff. But, I mean, they, were, they weren't running. But one of the kids, and I don't think it was me, could have been me, but one of the kids just kept pressing all the buttons, and they pressed a button, and the doggone thing started. <laughs> you know, like diesel, and the black smoke goes in the air, and we all looked at each other and went, oh, my God, it actually started. We didn't need a key or anything back in the day. And, and we all froze for a moment, and then we did, of course, what kids during those days did. We ran like hell. Right. We got out of there because we said, we're in trouble we started this equipment, and we got out of there. But none of us thought for a second, let's drive it down the street like this 12-year-old. Can you believe it? Driving down the street, running into cars, not pulling over when the police are trying to pull them over. It was horrible. And all we did was start the thing, and we still had to go. I'll never forget this. Somehow or another, one of the kids told his parents or whatever, and they said, well, you've got to go down to the police station and turn yourself in. And, and then he, he ratted all of us out. So we all had to go to the police station, and I don't even like that term, but we, we all had to go to the police station and apologize for really? starting the machine. Um, we didn't go anywhere. We didn't do anything, but they gave us, they made us worried. You could have ruined this thing. It could have cost you a lot of money to replace it, blah, blah, blah. And none of us were smart enough to say, well, maybe they shouldn't leave it in a situation where you just press one button and the whole thing starts. I think this little guy, this 12-year-old from Ann Arbor, might have to do a little more than apologize. Well, he could be in big trouble. Oh, and they, oh. somebody in one of the news stories said, well, he may be charged for this. What, are you kidding He's got to be charged. I don't care how old he was or wasn't. Everybody knows when police are chasing you and telling you to pull over and stop, that's what you're supposed to do. Everyone also knows if you happen to get on a piece of equipment. Now, I don't think he got on it playing and it just started and he said, oh, wow, I'm going to take off. He probably tried to get it started and to take off. So the keys were hidden in the fork, somewhere in the forklift, and he found them. Obviously a newer forklift than the ones we were dealing with. It was unlocked. Many years ago. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I I can relate to a small portion of, of the whole thing. I can't relate to taking off and being chased by the police and then uh, and getting pulled he's over. He's in big trouble. He should be in big trouble. He knows what he did was wrong or he wouldn't have kept trying to get away. Well, how he thought he was going to get away with it. Yeah, how fast like would that thing go? 25 miles an hour? Going probably between be 15 top, and 20. Yeah, top miles per hour, 15 and 20 miles per hour. You're not getting away from the police. No. That's stupid in the first place. Right. So we have these terms now, These the Urban Dictionary, bet. You know, a lot of the people were saying bet around the Michigan situation with the coach. Oh, Everyone right, said right. bet. Yes. Tom Brady said bet. Mm-hmm. Here it says bet is an expression that means I agree or good news. So when people were fighting for Coach Jim Harbaugh, they would say bet, like we agree, okay. which I didn't quite get. Yeet. Have you heard yeet? I've never heard I that. haven't heard it. To violently throw an object that you deem to be worthless, inferior, or just plain garbage. Yeet. (laughs) There's salty, when you are upset over something little. There's cap, another word for lying. It can be used like no cap, or you can say stop capping. Why don't they just say stop lying? Right, right. Some of these I just don't, I just don't get. I don't, I mean, okay, all of these I don't just get. Uh, there's extra. That's extra. That one. You yeah. know what that oh, is. Absolutely. Being over the top, excessive, dramatic behavior. Bussin', what you would say if something is really good. 
These donuts are bussin', man. I'm just saying because I could really use a donut right now. Uh, sheesh. Sheesh. But this one is an expression when you're impressed or amazed by something. That's Paul, not how I would have used sheesh. Paul, you just you don't just go sheesh. You go sheesh. You have to put oh. some emphasis on it. Oh, I see. Yeah. The emphasis. Yeah. Yes, emphasis. I guess. Ooh. Sheesh. Yeah, Paul, you got it. See, don't we learn everything from the youngsters on the team here? Danielle, you're the best. Thank you for adding in there. Drip, when something is very cool, can be used to describe an outfit or accessory, a person, a song. Hey, that's really drip, Ann. You look good. Uh, oof can be used to express discomfort, stress, or sadness. We know that. Finna. Is that right? Am I saying it right, Danielle? Finna? Yeah, finna. Uh, it means an I'm abbreviation gonna... of fixing to normally means going to. Shook. Being shocked or surprised when you can't believe what you're seeing, or you could use the Lebanese uh, version, which I can't tell you right now. Uh, simp, when someone does way too much for a person they like. Mid, used to insult or degrade something or an opposing opinion, labeling it as, labeling it as average or poor quality. Well, the list goes on and on. I, I, I guess every generation has to come up with their own derivation of the language to communicate. Sure sounds like it. We I better don't re- just stick you, with what we know. Do you remember anything we made up when oh, we were yes, kids? yes, absolutely. Yeah. Like what? Well, there's all kinds of things. I can't think of any of them, but I guess there must have been. Oh, yeah. That's a thing with kids. It's a thing with kids and with us as we continue here paying tribute to Dave Lorenz, Vice President Travel Michigan, who's decided to re, that's retire, re for short, if a kid would say it. I'm making this up as I go along, much as I do every day here on WJR. Paul W., in focus. All righty, we continue uh, having fun broadcasting from the Frankenmuth Brewery here, obviously in Frankenmuth, and saying hi to some nice people that we uh, get to talk to throughout the year for a variety of different events. This one is on the occasion of the retirement of our friend Dave Lorenz, Vice President, Travel Michigan, host of Travel Michigan's radio show Sundays at 4 on WJR after 21 years in this position and being lauded as the best of the best uh, he's decided to take some time and uh, why not he uh, just won the state tourism director of the year from across the country and he certainly deserves that and more another guy who's worked hard and for a long time uh, as the executive director now of Gaylord Area Convention and Tourism Bureau is Paul Beach now who is on the other end of our line Paul nice to talk with you Hey, thanks so much for having me, Paul W. And, uh, you know, it's uh, going to be a sad day for Travel Michigan when our my good, good friend Dave Lorenz uh, steps aside. But uh, congrats to him, and what an amazing job he's done over 21 years. Just really amazing. Really an incredible job. And, uh, and, and sometimes under tremendous duress, we've been around the whole time he's been around, and we remember holding his hand and trying to help him as much as we could when when they were having trouble cutting his budget to the point of where he wouldn't have existed anymore. And can you imagine existing without Pure Michigan and all of the good things that has meant for everybody? Oh, it's been one of – it's been the – I'm not going to say one of. It's been the most successful statewide travel marketing campaign that we've ever seen and it's just it's had tremendous impact on Gaylord and throughout our entire community and I, I'll never forget you know when that campaign first started my daughter 
was maybe uh, nine or ten years old, you know, we'd be on our way to school and we'd hear the Pure Michigan ad. And she's like, Dad, 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 just be quiet. Be, be quiet just a minute. i got to hear the Pure <laughs> Michigan radio commercial. Oh, Literally, my. she would say that because it just evokes such uh, wonderful feelings about the things that we are blessed to do here in the state of Michigan. And Dave, I'll tell you what, he has been uh, just an unbelievable leader. He's been kicked around up and down, and he always shows up smiling, ready to go and squeeze every dime he can for travel promotion here in uh, our beautiful state of Michigan. And why not? Because we've seen that uh, for every dollar spent uh, for promoting Pure Michigan and the whole campaign uh, of Travel Michigan, it returns at least 11 or $12 back to the state. It's a great investment, but seems that we still sometimes have to approve that to people. But you and I know it, Paul Beach, now. And for that matter, uh, we're just coming into your season in the Gaylord area uh, with winter. Oh, my gosh. I'll tell you what. Uh, today's the second day in a row that our uh, schools were canceled because of snow, and we absolutely love it. We're smiling. I just got word uh, just a few minutes ago that Treetops is going to be opening up for skiing tomorrow, Wednesday, November 29th. Anytime you can open before December, it's just a huge plus. And it gets all the the, uh, the mechanical uh, uh, machines moving and everything gets oiled up and we're ready for a great winter season. We just love winter up here in uh, north, and that's why most of us live up here is because we love winter. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that uh, Barry Owens is going to be busy, busy, busy earlier than ever. Treetops uh, opening for skiing tomorrow. That's spectacular. Uh, it sounds, Paul, if you said the schools were closed due to, to snow, that, that you've got a lot more snow than we do. Yeah, we do. You know, we got uh, on Sunday afternoon and uh, evening uh, a good 8 to 10 inches, and then Woo! they said it was going to taper off. And then uh, we got snow again. It snowed all day Monday. We woke up this morning. Everything was covered. I think my plow, uh, my plow person uh, has plowed me out three times already. <laughs> wow. And it, it's, it's snowing sideways right now. I have a, a beautiful view out my window. And um, this is, uh, this is for me, you know, you know how much I love winter. As nice as a beautiful sunny day is when it's snowing sideways. We love it. I was just going to say, you do love that snow. And boy, when it's coming in sideways, <laughs> that's that's a, something to make note of. Paul Beach now with us, Executive Director, Gaylord Area Convention and Tourism Bureau. Uh, what, what What's the uh, either website or 800, and what should people do to get more information about the Gaylord Area Convention and Tourism Bureau, Paul? They can visit us at GaylordMichigan.net. We post all of the current snow conditions and great fun things to do and trails and skiing. And we need a little bit more for snowmobiling. This lake effect snow compacts pretty, uh, pretty, pretty low. So we need a little bit of that good system snow, but we're off and running. We love it. Well, it sounds like you're off and running and I can't wait to see you and see Gaylord and see uh, treetops and all that that Gaylord has to offer the Mecca for sure. Uh, not just for golf, but for all the winter activities too. GaylordMichigan.net, GaylordMichigan.net. Paul, next time we talk, if it's not too painful, 
I want to talk to you about your run-in with lightning with your house. Oh, because... yeah. Yep, I would love to do that um, and tell you a little bit about that story. It's uh, it's pretty amazing, and I'm doing okay. Thanks so much. I'd be happy to talk to you about that anytime. Glad you came home and decided to take your dog to work that day. Yes. Yep, he's my well, buddy. We'll get the rest of the story next time we talk. Thanks, Paul. Have a great day. Paul Beach now, Executive Director, Gaylord Area Convention and Tourism Bureau, GaylordMichigan.net, GaylordMichigan.net, and they are ready for you and for me. It's winter, a favorite time of year there, as we continue in focus on WJR. And we could not talk about Dave Lorenz and his incredible success, uh, State Tourism Director of the Year nationwide, 21-plus years, pure Michigan, all the wonderful things that he's done, and we're thrilled to have gone through many of those things on WJR. And then, of course, his own co-hosting of the, uh, or I'll call him host of Travel Michigan, the radio show Sundays at 4 on WJR. Uh, So many good things. But if you're going to talk about really the king of travel, you better have the queen of travel. And that's what I have sitting across from me right now. That's the way we feel because we love Annie Rummel so much. Kim sends her love, wishes she could be here to say the same thing. Annie Rummel is the CEO and travel trailblazer of the Great Lakes Bay Regional Convention and Visitors Bureau. Thank you, Paul. It's so kind. Always so kind to me. Well, no, you're just that good. You're very good at what you do. We've all agreed, right, Annie? This goes back a long time uh, because you make our jobs easier by doing such good work for the people that you represent by giving us the information that we need to do a good job. And that's what we try to do, but you make it easier for us. Well, you guys make it easier for us by sharing how nice of a location we have here to all your listeners. Well, nice location is is an understatement. In fact, I said a moment ago and got your eyes lit up a little bit with this. I think this main street going through Frankenmuth might be one of the nicest streets in America for Christmas. Thank you. We think so, and they add... Uh, attractions and entertainment opportunities year after year. So hopefully it'll continue to get better. And this is before I even knew anything about the musical tree I just heard Annie asking you about from one Annie to another. What is the musical tree? It's a 40-foot automatically um, synchronized light show with the music. And you can stand. It's, of course, free of charge to enjoy the the show. And it goes uh, all late into the evenings. The tree puts on a show. Yes. With lights and music. That's right. And I heard uh, one of you say uh, the obvious music that we would expect at Christmas time. And then there's a... Maybe maybe it's a Frank Sinatra Christmas song, but Frank Sinatra was one of the singers. Yep, you'll find all kinds of different music, but around this time of year, we, we really do focus on uh, Christmas and holiday music. Well, this is the time, this is the place, let's face it, this is the street that Bronner's is on. That's right. And, uh, and Bronner's is known worldwide as a... A year-round Christmas fantastic celebration. Mm-hmm. You can go in there in August and feel like you're humming Christmas songs for the rest of the day. And and in honor of Wally, uh, Kim let me know that 
it's 27 days till Christmas. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> he used to say that. Oh, that is spot on. You couldn't talk to Wally without that coming up in conversation. Mm-hmm. 47 days, 62 days. I mean, whatever it was, he knew it he knew. off the top of his head. He was so incredible. He knew people's names. He knew dates, times. Just an incredible man. An incredible man that put an incredible stamp on this community. Uh, as did, uh, well, y- y- your friend, uh, Dorothy Zender. Yes. Who we lost this year. Mm-hmm. So and, Greatly missed. And and you, be- God bless you for this. This tells you just who Annie Rummel is, besides uh, the CEO and Travel Trailblazer, Great Lakes Bay Regional Convention and Visitors Bureau, gogreat.com. You would get her together, Dorothy Zander, and some of her friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was once a week, every two weeks, once a month, whatever it was. And the ladies would sit around and enjoy a fine cocktail and conversation. That's right. And, and only the best. And and by the way, uh, when I say cocktail, I'm not saying, oh, yeah, they probably had a little something, a little punch. A little... No, we're talking martinis in some cases. And single malt scotch. <laughs> That's fabulous. And it was all women. Mm-hmm. And the median age was brought way down by you. Mm-hmm. Yes, medium age was about 84, which tells you I'm <laughs> I'm just in my 50s. Okay, yeah. 60s. But <laughs> average age of those ladies was 95. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for an excuse to have a cocktail, uh, please enjoy yourself. Now, let's talk about somebody you said you won't really want to talk about, mm-hmm. our uh, State Tourism Director of the Year for the great state of Michigan, winning out over all the other states in this great country, Dave Lorenz. Mm -hmm. Wonderful man. Um, I actually was in the travel industry when he was hired at Travel Michigan, and I've worked with him ever since that time. So he was a blessing on our state. He'll continue to do that. I can't imagine him ever stepping away completely, but what a talent, a man of integrity, honesty, and belief that Michigan is pure. Yeah, well, we were here when he got uh, uh, appointed, mm-hmm. and we were all for him. We were here when he was scratching for dollars to keep the travel industry alive in the mm-hmm. great state of Michigan, which was very tough, but he did it. Mm-hmm. We've been here since, well, before for pure Michigan and all the other great things that he's done. Uh, not enough can be said for Dave Lorenz. No, he's he's a, a unique individual that we will greatly miss in the travel sector. Just, uh, I don't know what else to say. He's, well, he's going to be missed. Here's what I'll say. Reach out to him. And I'm saying that to everybody within the sound of my voice because it's not going to be easy for him. It's not easy to give up what you've been doing. I know from my own personal experience. It's mm-hmm. not easy to give up what you've been doing, even when you feel in your heart of hearts it's time. Mm-hmm. He just became a grandfather. He wants to spend time with his family. Mm-hmm. I fully understand. And uh, But check in with him because we, we compared notes off the air. And uh, it's not easy to make that kind of a change when you live what you were doing. Mm-hmm. And there's no question that Dave Lorenz, uh, as the vice president of Travel Michigan and host of Travel Michigan on WJR, Sundays at uh, 4. Uh, when that's what you live for and do, it's hard to stop doing it. Well, hopefully he won't completely stop, and he can still be of um, participating in activities for our smaller convention and visitors bureaus who might need some guidance. He certainly I cares. bet he will. I bet he will. Because mm-hmm. he said, you know, he's going to take a little time away Initially. Right. But then he's going to do something to keep his hands 
yeah. in it. And he's so talented and so knowledgeable. And tell me that we're invited to be back on your porch, yours and Willie's porch for the uh, Frankenmuth Auto Show? Absolutely. I wouldn't miss it. When is that? Uh, the first weekend after Labor Day. Okay. I'm sure it's in my uh, calendar. It better be. Marcero would be sure to do that. I mean, <laughs> it's his only job is <laughs> <It's> giving <laughs> us these dates. So God bless you, Annie Rummel. Say hello to Willie. Thank you. GoGreat.com go is where you'll find her good work for the Great Lakes Bay Regional Convention and Visitors Bureau. Thank you, Paul W., and say hi to Kim. I will Give her a that. hug. You just did, and I <laughs> happily will do that. I know. <laughs> as, we, as we continue on WJR. Yeah, Bobby Benzer of uh, OriginalMurdochsFudge.com. I keep hearing his commercial, and I keep making a note to myself to try to remember that because uh, that, that is a fabulous gift to somebody Either somebody who is from Michigan has moved away, you'll bring them a great taste of Michigan, or somebody who has never been to Michigan, it'd be a great enticement. Let them know that this is the home of some of the best fudge anywhere. You go up to Mackinac Island, there's lots of choices, and we appreciate Bobby Benter advertising regularly on WJR with Original Murdoch's Fudge, originalmurdochsfudge.com. I love hearing those commercials. It reminds me about it. We're here, of course, paying tribute to a wonderful guy, Dave Lorenz, 21-plus years uh, overseeing uh, the state's travel bureau, Pure Michigan, and all the other great stuff happening. And two people uh, that I'm very happy to sit with to close out the show, Michelle Grinnell, a senior vice president of marketing and communications, MEDC. And, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, Michelle, you co-hosted the Travel Michigan radio show with Dave for a number of years. I sure did. I spent some quality time in those studio- studios talking about traveling all around the state. So you taught him how to be a broadcaster. You Is know, that it? That he wouldn't admit to that, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he would. And uh, Kelly Wolgamott is here, Director of Marketing for Pure Michigan. Kelly, I'm glad you – I know you had to pull yourself away from the ongoing meeting there. Thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm going to ask you both, and then you can both take your time uh, answering it uh, separately. What's next for Travel Michigan? We're losing a, a, a rock star in Dave Lorenz. What, what, do you have any idea what's next? Yeah, I mean, I, I've been saying all day uh, there is no replacing Dave Lorenz. He is a one-of-a-kind, um, so I, 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 that is not even something I'm going to try to do. Um, but I think that the team, uh, the Travel Michigan team, Kelly, uh, our whole team at Travel Michigan has years and years of experience. They're not going anywhere. Um, so Pure Michigan's going to keep going, and it's going to keep going strong. Um, the campaign itself has evolved in many ways over the years, um, and it will continue to evolve to meet the needs and the trends and the headwinds and the tailwinds of the industry. Um, so certainly uh, Dave is uh, leaving shoes that are going to be nearly impossible to fill with another Dave Lorenz, but we will be working to make sure that we've got strong leadership in the position. And, and really, though, the team, the work that Kelly's doing, the work that the team, the Travel Michigan team is doing every day is going to keep going. Um, and, and the Pure Michigan campaign is strong in all the best parts of it, the intentionality, the inspiration, the emotion, the strategy, uh, that all continues. It does. And uh, and it, it occurs to me, you know, fill the shoes. You can't fill them. You can bronze them and put them up on the, on the mantle, but uh, at least he left shoes behind. And, <laughs> and the fact is, I think he left you on a very good track. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and I think we've got great talent uh, like Kelly um, and the team, uh, Nick Nurbin, um, 
you know, the, the team works really hard every day. And I think that this is actually going to get a chance for them to kind of come out and shine and step up in some big ways as well. Um, so we're going to, we're going to, um, put those shoes on the shelf and we're going to give them a high five every time we go by. And then we're going to find some other shoes and we're going to, we're going to kind of keep going down this path that we've created 16 plus years ago with pure Michigan. And we're going to keep it going. Well, it's the team, the team, the team. I always say about my radio show, the same thing goes for a travel Michigan and the Kelly that Michelle Grinnell keeps mentioning is the Kelly Wolgamot. I just mentioned director of marketing, pure Michigan. Kelly, nice to see you. It's good to see you. And, and pure Michigan invites travelers to keep it fresh with this winter advertising campaign. What's that mean? Yes, absolutely. Or am I not supposed to know that yet? No, it's out there. It's out there. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. winter, Paul. All right. I, <laughs> right. I just, well, no, but I, I, snow I, on that when I saw your reaction, I went, oh, did I read something I wasn't supposed no. to read? No, that's true. You know, we started actually activating the campaign back in October, trying to inspire everyone while we're in the glorious, you know, fall weather, um, all of the opportunities that we have to experience pure Michigan this winter. And, you know, from downhill skiing to snowboarding to snowshoeing uh, to snowmobiling. But also we can't forget about our cities as well because there's a lot of great things going on. Um, this winter in our cities and it's all about you know keeping it fresh that's what we do um, in pure Michigan as Michelle had mentioned the campaign has always evolved throughout the years and continued to be relevant to the traveler and that's been our main focus right to inspire those travelers get them to stay in state or outreach you know from other states as well internationally to get them to consider Michigan as a travel destination so there's so many new fresh perspectives right and travel does that travel does that to you when you come out and connect with family and friends get outdoors it gives you a new perspective and that's what we're trying um, to inspire travelers to come to Michigan keep it fresh um, with the fresh opportunities that we have you know Michigan is really a glorious time and there's so many great things to do absolutely and I remind those in Lansing uh, that for every dollar we invest in travel for Michigan and travel Michigan, every dollar brings back at least $11. Right. So it's a great investment. And sometimes you have to convince people of that, but that's the truth. Those are the, those are the dollars and cents, the facts and figures, from what I can tell, don't lie. And it's not just about what we're going into now, which is the winter wonderland period of Michigan. Year-round, there are great things happening. And everybody's looking forward to the NFL draft coming to Detroit yeah. come April. Yeah, 149 days out. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. The new, <laughs> the, new the new Wally Bronner. <laughs> The new Wally Brunner that we've got. Michelle Grinnell giving us the countdown <laughs> to the NFL draft. Well, a lot of people don't know how big that is. It's huge. We I I just heard today that it um, brings in more people than even a Super Bowl. And I, you know, I think it's so exciting for Detroit. It's exciting for the state of Michigan. Um, I think that the city is going to just shine. Um, I know that there are folks working, uh, Claude and the team at Visit Detroit and so many folks in Detroit. Are, are working so hard um, to show off the city and because it's not just about the event itself it's about uh, showing Michigan as a place to live work play grow grow uh, a business and what better way to do that than at the draft it's going to be spectacular WJR will be a big part of that all of us in Michigan the NFL draft coming to Detroit in April I, I God bless you at pure Michigan uh, and all the work you do, Michelle Grinnell, Senior Vice President of Marketing Communications, MEDC, and Kelly Walcomot, Director of Marketing, Pure Michigan. 
Thank you both for all you do. Thanks for being here. Anyway, by the way, as always, any way we can be of help, you know that we will be. All right, we got to go. Go to uh, thegreatvoice.com. Go on out, make it a great day. On your way to making each and every day count each day as a gift. Regards, Paul W. Smith.